You are listening to the Scars and Guitars podcast series that syndicates for the A-List Online, and my name's Andrew Mackay-Smith. The interview subject that I've got coming up for you is Elias Soriano from the US outfit Nonpoint. Now, I've got to tell you, before I get to the reason for the conversation, that Elias really impressed me here. He's clearly a bloke who understands his business and what he needs to achieve in order to make a band a success. He's been doing this since 1997, but toward the end of the conversation, about three quarters of the way through, we start talking about social media and how it applies to bands. So if you're a musician or an artist or if you're looking to understand how social media actually works, I don't think anybody has put it more succinctly than what Elias does on this particular edition of the podcast series. Now, the reason for the conversation, though, apart from listening to a wonderful interview subject, is because Nonpoint are touring with Head PE. Now, the dates across Australia are as follows. They're playing in Perth. You've got a show. These are all in June, by the way. On the 26th, they're playing in Perth. Wednesday, the 27th in Adelaide. Friday, the 28th in Melbourne. 29th of June, it's in Sydney at the Manning Bar. And finally, we here in Brisbane get a show on the 30th, which is a Sunday at the zoo. So let's have a listen to what he has to say. Here we go. Smith calling for our chat. How are you going? How you doing, buddy? I'm good, man. I'm good. What's the day held for you up to this point? Say again? What's the day held for you so far? What have you been up to? Oh, just day off, chilling out, uh, enjoying the uh, California weather. Yeah, it's a bit like Australia, isn't it? In California, especially down south, actually. So uh, you get into you get into surfing and all that sort of stuff there, like so many of us do. No, no, no surfing. We're we're in Northern California, so it's a little bit chillier, a lot more green, a lot more uh, mountains and all that good stuff. So we're we're getting the uh, the Northern Pacific. Oh yeah, gotcha. Yep, yeah, beautiful, f- fresh and clean air, I suppose, isn't it? Indeed, it is. It is. Yeah. So, mate, you, you are coming down here with Head P. I believe it's your second tour. Okay, well, when I say second tour, you were down here for Soundwave in 2015, so correct me if I'm wrong if that's not the case. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. We... Yeah, well, I mean, you got, you got, is it 12 albums? Is that how many albums you've got in the can at the moment? Uh, we have 10 uh, national releases. We did two local releases when we were coming up uh, in South Florida, but those are just basically EPs. Uh, the first release was Statement, and uh, we're we're ten deep, man. We're on we're on number ten, and rightful, rightfully so named uh, ten or X. Mm. Um, and uh, you know we're 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 actually touring right now in support of that one. Yeah, cool. I mean, so when you're coming down to Australia, mate, ten albums, well, tw- ten plus the two to of, to draw material from. What sort of show have you got prepared? Because yeah, there's a lot of material there to draw from. Well, we we obviously go with with some of the ones that we know that people are going to engage with, waiting uh, for a long time to see. Uh, you know, a lot of times we even ask our fans uh, what they'd like to see in the set, and we make sure that we include some of the more popular votes. Um, you know, we're really there to entertain, and you know, like you said, we have a lot to choose from. So we we, we try to make it from beginning to end, just hit after hit after hit of of you know fan favorites. Yep, yep, it's definitely the case with you guys because there's a lot of bangers in the set there. And what's a, what sort of a response did you get in 2015 at Soundwave? Was it did you have a lot of fans coming up to you or reaching out to you when you were walking through the crowd or backstage or what have you? Were you surprised if you liked that you actually had a fan base down here and a, and a rabid fan base? 
Yeah, surprisingly, there was a lot, a lot of singing that I didn't expect to happen. Um, you know, it's one of the reasons why we were, we're going down there with Hep PE. Um, we realized that that audience has, has waited, you know, way too long for us to, uh, to get more of a routine of heading down. So, um, you know, we've, we've, uh, made sure to put that in our, in our plans uh, of our cycle every year. Um, you know, now that we know the sound wave offers kind of stalled out now. Yeah. It's a bit of a shame, isn't it? And that was, that was almost the last one, I think, wasn't it as well? Uh, it could be it was, yeah, 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 yeah. Unfortunately, the uh, the the it 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 left an odd taste in everyone's mouth, and and everyone's scrambling to trying to kind of restructure on how we're going to get back over there. So, you know, luckily the boys in Hep uh pulled us in and and asked us to join them, and and we've been waiting for a reason to get back over there, and hmm. we're, we're jumping on it. Yeah, sweet. Yeah. So yourself and and Rob Rivera. You know, I've alluded to the fact that you've got uh, 10 albums plus two demos in the can there. You and him have been doing this since 1997, if you can believe it. It's a career. <laughs> it's just one of those things that's just kept yeah. on going. So what's kept that relationship intact? Um, I, I think the uh, the successes. You know, we, we, we get a lot of love from our fan base and, you know, we still get offers and we still get record deals. People still want to release, you know, our music. Um you know, especially with successes like Chaos, you know, Chaos and Earthquakes is hmm. over 10 million streams and, and still doing great and still steady on everyone's pet playlist. So, you know, it's, you know, why close the doors when there's there's still so much love coming in? Hmm. Yeah, it's a lot like that, isn't it? Um, what's kept you focused throughout the years? Okay, so you've been successful, but success is, you've got to keep doing it. You've got to keep building, if you like. So, you know, when you're looking ahead at the next album, the next tour, that sort of thing, what's uh, what's kept the freight train on the road, so to speak? I think the challenge, man. Uh, you know, having a having the uh, the uh, you know the the goal in front of you that hey, let's you know let's let's try to win the series again. You know, it's it's like any team would. You know, it's it's you you go into you know a, a, a season you know, a sports season and you go in with expectations of yourself and, and, and of the season. And, you know, at the end of the season, you, you evaluate your successes and your championships and, you know, then you decide uh, what you're going to do for the next year. So there's never really a, a you know, a, a, a pack it up kind of mentality that goes through uh, or has gone through this, this project when it comes to, you know, uh, uh, what are we going to do next year? It's always, you know, hey, we got another option. We got another album, uh, uh, you know, budget. Mm-hmm. You know, this label wants to release your next record. So, you know, the 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 universe is driving us. So we're, we're, yeah. we're letting it, you know, kind of take the wheel. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it seems, mate. Yeah, it's a really good response there. The universe is driving you. And you mentioned labels there. And gosh, if you told me sort of, you know, 20 years ago, the Spine Farm would be signing bands like Nonpoint and you'd have a solid relationship with them, I, I wouldn't believe you, to be honest with you, because they've got a history of uh, signing very extreme artists and the like. But what's the relationship been like with Spine Farm? Because I assume it's a, it's a very fruitful business relationship you guys have got together. Well, those the, a lot of that team is, is uh, a lot of our, you know, friends and, and team and familiar faces that from the Universal days when we were on uh, MCA and, mm. and Universal. So, oh, is that right? You know, okay. running into, 
yeah, yeah, running into familiar faces and them understanding the brand. Um, you know, uh, the head of the label, Jonas, and and you know even uh, Tim Brennan and and Darren, uh, all all these guys that that work our team. You know, Joan, uh, uh, Maria, with our international, all these all these uh, you know team members are are people that that we know on a first name basis, and we know when they walk into the room exactly who they are. So, you know, mm-hmm. to, to come, uh, you know, 10 years later to be this, this deep in and, you know, have the opportunity to work with those friends and, and people that we know not only understand the brand, but understand the business. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, why wouldn't we sign? Cause yeah, that's, that's a good point. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if they're familiar faces and they understand, and I really like the way you use the word brand, because that's what it is at the end of the day in a business sense, you've got to protect the brand and you've got to promote it and find the, the uh, best way to get your uh, music into as many ears as possible. It's, uh, yeah, the business side of things is the business side of things, and it's just how it is. That's right. Indeed. Uh, What about being around since 1997? You've seen the transition, first and foremost, up close, from physical to digital to then streaming. Okay. So that that meteor that landed in around 2003, uh, three with MySpace and the way people like Adele and I'm pretty sure Justin Bieber got his start on MySpace as well. But because you were you were right in it then and you were signed to a major label, what were you thinking at the time? Were you just uh, seeing how things were unfolding and just say, well, look, we'll react to this? Or did you see it as an opportunity, if you like, to evolve as so many bands ended up doing and, and as I said before, get yourself into as many ears as possible? Uh, well... Uh... I mean, at that time, it was, you know, you're, in all honesty, we were, you know, being led by a, a huge team. And, and the major labels are, are, you know, giant machines that, you know, a lot of times they take seven signatures to get something done or, you know, so there's, you know, during that time where that was sort of the infrastructure and uh, the way the way that uh, things were kind of running at the time, hmm. um you know, we, we, we were, we just kind of led, let, let the team leaders kind of lead the way, uh, when it came to that. So we, we really weren't, um, as concerned about it as, as things started to shift and, you know, obviously the finances started to be affected, uh, by the labels. That's when concerns and focuses and infrastructures all start changing. But, you know, it, it, every everyone is really a, a a slave to the you know the the changing of the times. The technology, the, yeah, yeah. It's it's you 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 can either you can either dwell on it or you can try to you know adjust. And mm-hmm. I, I I attest our our longevity to the fact that if there's anything that I can always say about this band is that we're we're definitely. Uh, we're, we're, we definitely are able to adjust to the changing uh, of the guard yeah, when definitely. it comes to yeah. how music is being delivered, the way bands are starting to tour, um, you know, how to streamline things. Uh, we find ourselves through those tough moments. and We feel like as long as we keep writing great music and try to write great songs, um, I think, uh, you know, we'll be all right. And, and everyone should feel that way. Hmm. You know, you got you to gotta rest your successes on your on your creativity because, you know, that's basically what you're here for and that's, that's really what you're going to be standing on at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. What about Facebook? You know, this whole thing, you know, do you boost a post or do you advertise? 
Have you found that Facebook has helped? And do you, do you guys, I mean, I assume you do because of your success, your enduring success. Uh, Facebook's almost, you know, you've got a potential audience at its peak of something like 287 billion people. That's how many users there are on Facebook at this point in time. That's the scale and reach of it. But my question yeah. for you is, does it help or does it hurt having something that, that's, that, that's that big and is that, is that much of a monopoly? Well, social media in itself does give you great opportunity. Uh, but unfortunately, with monetizing, it's becoming less and less of an opportunity and more and more of a spend. Um, so, you know, as Facebook, you know, those, I, I, me personally, and this is just me speaking personally, mm -hmm. you know, I, I, I can, I can see, you know, having, being ground level as an artist, also to being involved in the business as much as we are, having been through so many labels, having been through so many different kinds of delivery types of music um, and distribution, you know, you see when things eventually are going to come to a head. And eventually the dollar spent uh, versus your successes online um, eventually will start to even out and big question marks are, are, mm -hmm. are going to start um, getting answers. Um, there's a lot of big question marks of, of, of how far my dollar really goes, uh, you know, when it comes to social media advertising. And it's, it's a bit of a crapshoot. And I think right now uh, social media is capitalizing on it and influences are fans. We're all, we're all trying to, to, you know, figure it out. But by the time we figure it out, it's going to be changed. So yeah. we're, we're, it's, it's going to be on to the next thing. So you have to ask yourself, you know, what am I going to do? Am I going to sit and worry about, or am I going to do it the best that I can, learn as much as I can about it as it stands, and try to capitalize, capitalize on it there, or am I going to, you know, sit around and wait for the train to hit me and then figure out how I'm going to recuperate? Mate, I've got to hand it to you. That might be the best response I've had to that question. Actually, I haven't asked it too often, but because we started talking about the business stuff beforehand, I knew you'd have it in you. I knew you'd have a good perspective <laughs> on this. You know, it's uh, it's a tough one. I'm back well, in uni, mate, and I'm I'm studying social media as my major on top of a journalism degree. And man, it is so hard to sort of understand how to be effective. And I think that's really what you said there. Well, here's the. Pro I'll tell you why. Here's the problem: is that what we all know as social media users is the effect that we can have on our audience. So it's, it's, it's based on what I understand about my brand and my band and my audience. And once you gain that understanding, you feel like you have an, a bit of an advantage or at least a bit of a leg up on being able to advertise to your uh, fan base versus the way other bands advertise to there. Once you get that understanding, but here's what people in our position don't realize is that beyond that understanding is then what the analytics and what all the bots are putting your content into and the news feeds mm -hmm. that it puts into because of certain numbers that you hit, certain conversions that you hit, certain engagements that you hit. So human reaction is, is, is key, but, if, if we don't know what, what has happened in the coding of these actual social media platforms, 
when we do put out something and saying, okay, listen, we don't even know that they're evening the playing field even more. And the more and more that they even it out, the, the actual more that it, it, it handicaps the, the little guy and gives advantage to the bigger guy because now monetizing is going to be what drives the content. So we can sit around all day long and talk about how awesome an idea of a post we have for tomorrow and how viral we think it's going to be. It doesn't matter at the end of the day if someone else is driving something and driving content that's on that playing field that just has more dollars behind it hmm. and isn't as viral. You know, it's, it's, it, then, then you are, are almost trying to get creative outside of your brand and it's not your brand that's driving the creative and the content. Then it's basically you trying to turn yourself into a, you know, a beige cardigan or a, you know, famous so funny or whatever, whoever's popular there or, or a Kendall Kardashian, you know, Instagram <laughs> where it's fashion and makeup and funny and memes and, you know, reality. there's, there's that, that thing where you realize that, okay, I have to become so much more other than just a band member because now the only place that I can advertise isn't even letting me advertise. Yeah. 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 Mate. I, yeah. That's an incredible response you've just given there. You've nailed so many points there. It's unfortunate we've got to wrap things up because I'd like to keep talking to you about this because it's, it's, it's <laughs> well, such a, that means we've got to do this again. I think so. to do this again. Yeah, well, I'll let, I'll let John know, mate, because, yeah, you've, you've talked about, I want to talk about in my uni lectures what you've just spoken to me about there because you're in the industry, you're doing it, and you've survived. So you, and all of the things that you've said that are so, so true born from experience but I mean as I say no wonder you've been successful in this business with with you've hit if it's factual what you've been talking about is factual there's no emotion in your statement there you've just got to figure no. it out and this algorithm no, bloody thing it's exactly it's it's num it's but it's that dance man it is people think it's checkers once i figure this out it's going to be this easy no sir it no. is chess this is not checkers this is chess you are thinking four moves ahead because you're dealing with emotion and machine. And you have to dance that dance to find your lane so that way you can blast through and get to your fans that want to hear from you. Yeah. And it's becoming more and more difficult. So if there's anything that I can say about all of this is that I hope fans listen to the entire answer so they can see how difficult it's becoming for us to even get to them so their support, their likes, their follows, their shares, give us an advantage in a way that helps them receive more from us. So if you want more from us, that's all it takes. It takes a double click of a picture. It takes a share. It takes a, hey, I just want to share this poster because I want to make sure you guys come back to Australia. We're about to run a VIP in Australia mm. right now just because... We're, we're probably going to go about 10,000 American in the hole taking this trip to yes. Australia mm -hmm. just for the sake of getting there because we have too many people asking us to get there. But it's an investment we're willing to take. But at the end of the day, we need the support so that way we make sure that 
this time cracks off, people enjoy it. People feel like that they got what they needed from us and that they want more. And that way we can come out and headline for you guys and make it so that way you see us twice a year. That's mm. what we want. But it, it takes it takes your support. If you see it in the feed, does, yeah. don't just whiz past it. Give a little bit of love. Every single heart matters. Mm, it does, mate. Look, I'd better let you go. That's That was awesome. Seriously awesome. Very, very impressive, I've got to say. Um, if there's another opportunity we'll for again. us to chat, yeah, let's do it, mate. So congratulations on everything regardless, mate, and hopefully see you down here if we don't chat before then. We will. And as a matter of fact, just go ahead and hit up John now. Tell him that we'll do a wrap at the end of the tour. So that way when I get stateside here, we'll get on the phone again and we'll talk about how the tour went. Okay, man. No worries. I'll let him know for sure. No worries. All right. We'll talk soon. Okay. Thanks, mate. All the best with everything. Cheers. It's been a pleasure. Thank you, sir. Thank you. Bye. You have been listening to the Scars and Guitars podcast series that syndicates for the A-List Online. My name's Andrew Mackay-Smith, and that outstanding interview subject was Elias Soriano from the US outfit, Nonpoint. Thanks for listening.